Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thickler. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Open mic, open line type shows, and they've all been good as we have dressed 
so many different issues there. And I just want you to know tonight that we're going to have a very great time. We do have a special guest that's going to be on with us uh, tonight. And uh, as always, uh, when we have special guests, you always know that you have the opportunity to call in as well uh, and to be able to contribute to this show on tonight. I want to give you just a few ways to be able to reach us. Uh, you can reach us not only through this way, but also for those of you that are on Facebook and social media, we have a few pages there that we want to make you aware of. We have one page there. It's an open group type page. It's called Domestic Violence. It is your business. Please go on, join, be a part of that. And then we have another page that is called uh, Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship. That page is so instrumental because that page, if you would, is the antithesis, if you would, of the, of the page that's dealing with abuse and pain. Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship is a drama-free uh, social medium where not only is there word and upliftedness and there are scriptures, there are so many things that are happening there each and every day that is meant to bring encouragement, that is meant to uh, increase knowledge, that is increased, uh, that is meant to just really uh, provide an oasis in the midst of so many crazy things that we are witnessing today in the world. And we're so glad that you're able to go to Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship, and you'll find that page there. Now, as many of you know, and I want to take the time today, on last week, uh, uh, due to just programming, uh, uh, scheduling things, we were not live, but uh Definitely the uh, founder and president of Soul of America Radio, uh, Mr. Tony Stallings, was on a little bit, and he shared with you all before he uh, replayed one of the shows. And what I want to say to you tonight is this. I want to thank you all that did make it out to those of you that's from the South Florida area and those of you that came from afar who came out to our very special faith-based training on domestic violence for leaders and pastors that we did on August 16th. It was an awesome time there, and uh, we really enjoyed it. And as well as over the weekend, yes, over the weekend, I celebrated a birthday, very special birthday over the weekend, and I'm back and live and in living color tonight, and I'm excited about the opportunity to be able to not only share tonight, but so excited about so many things that I think is so imperative. You know, there are many ways that the issues of domestic violence can be addressed. I think that we've made great strides, as I gave you the other week, somewhat of the, uh, the chronological order of, of the way that the battered move, women's movement have come about. And so often that this subject of domestic violence has been kept in the closet, many times it is things that are not talked about in the public. We don't talk about them enough. We don't talk about them in our churches. We don't talk about them in our fraternities and sororities. We don't talk about them uh, uh, anywhere that it should be talked about. So oftentimes it leaves it so that it seems like the only persons that are talking about domestic violence is the individuals who are working in the field. Well, I believe over the years that I've seen some uh, transformation and some transitions that are happening inside of the field. What do you mean? I like to call it, and I consider it this here, we talk about unconventional methods, unconventional measures, meaning that we have to be able to And perhaps we're back and we're live again. I ask that you forgive the technical difficulties that have happened here. This is a systems issue that I absolutely have no control over, and um, it looks like we've got it resolved here, and I think that we'll be able to go on. For those of you that are listening, those of you that held on, uh, I just want you to know that you're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness uh, with uh, Jennifer Thicklin here. I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio, and as always, we're always grateful to have you to join us. Now, as we're just getting our bearings back, because the system is just going back up, and so um, 
Uh, I've got to reconnect people that was on, our special guests that was waiting on the air. We're trying to get them all on. So I really appreciate that. So in the meanwhile, I ask this, that just, if you would, just entertain this particular commercial break, and we'll be right back. If you're listening on the internet, you're probably looking at a series of advertisements all over your screen. Please click one of them because when you click one of those advertisements, you're helping us to bring you the best in soulful talk radio right here on SOAR. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the soul of America Radio. The following is an actual 911 call made by a child witnessing parental domestic Open Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And welcome back again to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Once again, if you're just now tuning in, uh, we was interrupted earlier with uh, some type of power outage that went, and uh, there was a systems issue here. And we're back on, and uh, hopefully we can get the word out to our listeners. Uh, we did have a full board of callers before it was knocked out, and undoubtedly a very great listenership tonight, and I hope that we can do all that we can to get them all back. Just yet pertinent for those of you that have hung on this online 
thank you for your to this matter. As you said earlier, the fact of as time has passed, we're seeing, if you would, an evolution, or you're seeing some things that are happening as it relates to this issue of domestic violence and the way that we approach it. There's been such a standard, conventional way of approaching domestic violence that although it has served its purpose, I don't think it has reached the uh, trenches. Not reached uh, uh, really close to specific communities, and oftentimes I've left people feeling somewhat isolated from the movement. I'll be the first to tell you that as I'm I think that oftentimes the traditional movement of domestic violence have, if you would, not only isolated men, but have also, if you would, uh, they have not only isolated men, but they have definitely caused a barrier between men. So when I say that, you have to understand in the more conventional movement, in the more non-conventional movement, I should say, we're finding everything to educate, to empower, uh, to uh, to engage individuals because we understand how important it is. And for specifically people of color, uh, we have long have been people that are invested in the arts and to culture and the methods that we can identify with. You know, oftentimes we look at movies, we look at plays and things, and what we're seeing is literally art imitating life. Art is imitating life. And for some reason, when we see art imitating life, it gets our attention. People are victims and sometimes perpetrators, and they don't self-identify themselves that way. Why? Because it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. It's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. So the part I want you to recognize today is the fact that we have to do what is right. We have to do. Uh, we have to do uh, what we have to in order to make this a viable entity. We must do what we need to in order to reach uh, our communities, in order to reach the people that we love reach the people that we care about. And so, therefore, it's not going to always be the way that it traditionally has been. That uh, we spread the word uh, to find ways to let people know that uh, this is a and we have to find ways to be able to convey it in a way uh, to understand that they can take part in it. And that's what we're doing now domestic violence forums, we're part of stage plays, or we're part of spoken word, um, you know, you got to understand this is so very crucial in the hour in which we live in. And that's why I'm so glad tonight, and before we went off the air because of technical difficulties, I am so glad tonight to be introducing uh, a young lady that, uh, interesting, I want to say that I've met, but I've not officially met, but we have talked, and uh, we now have the opportunity to talk, and she's doing some great things, particularly in the South Florida area and then abroad. And I want to welcome our guest tonight, Miss Elisa Hamilton, the founder and creator of Scandalous Sundays. And uh, welcome, you're on the air, Hope and Healing. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hello, hello, Pastor Strickland. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. You might, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there is a, uh, well, what I say, if there's a speaker on or whatever, but, but I can hear you. I heard just a little echo, but you're loud and clear. Go right ahead. Alisa, are you there? Thank you so much for having me, Pastor Trickland. I'm very, very glad to be here, especially with regards to the topics being discussed. Um, It's something that we need to discuss more and more and more out in the open and remove the stigma that has plagued us for so many years. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, what I would love to do, Elisa, I mean, I had the opportunity as I was driving on my, driving back from Gainesville, Florida, on last uh, on last Wednesday it was, and you and I had the opportunity uh, to speak, uh, introduced by a mutual friend, uh, Ms. Cynthia Wilson. And so uh, after hearing what Cynthia was saying and had the opportunity to talk to you, I was very excited about some things that you're doing, and I really want our audience to know about it, and particularly the ones that uh, – uh, you know, the ones that are in the South Florida area, but for wherever you may be, because this is a great opportunity. So I would like to ask you, tell us a little bit about, uh, tell us a little bit about the Scandalous Sundays, and if you would, just kind of self-introduce yourself, how you became involved with this, and, you know, uh, you know, the Scandalous Sundays actually uh, addresses three different major issues in our society, and I'm very much, uh, very much excited about the opportunity to work with you futuristically and what you're doing. So if you take the opportunity to self-introduce us, uh, uh, tell us more about yourself and, and, uh, and particularly about Scandalous Sundays. Sure. Well, first I do want to also like we thank Cynthia Wilson for connecting us. Just an amazing source, amazing person of connection coming out with her play of Batter But Not Broken. Um, however, as you said, you know, my name is Elisa Hamilton, and I formed a company called Scandalous Divas a little bit over a year ago. The name definitely can be an eyebrow raiser because it incorporates the word scandal. Some people can get the wrong impression as far as what the company is about. And literally, the name was derived from the fact of I judged and evaluated someone and something before knowing all the details about it. And when I caught my own behavior, I basically said, you know, Alisa, your behavior was pretty scandalous, which for me... Um, I then said, you know what, I liked the sound, the ring, how it flowed on the tongue um, to me. And I said, you know what, now I'm going to incorporate that into my own company name, knowing the same things could happen to me, knowing that someone would hear the name and immediately come to certain conclusions about what it may represent and what it may mean without knowing the further details. So it put me in a position to have to feel and go through what I did to something and someone and having to explain it. So worst case, it's definitely a conversation starter. But it definitely stands for being bold, being creative, being unique. Um, and as far as divas is concerned, coming from the Latin days of beautiful, classic opera, stands for also keeping a classy, professional, elegant. So putting together is just literally a company of boldness, creativeness, creativity, unique, and um, classy and professional. Um, for me, I was moved to do something that was just more than existing. Uh, I am a workaholic by nature. I come from a long lineage of workers, and I was literally living to work, um, going through your day-to-day, getting that dollar paycheck, and I knew there was more that I needed to do, and I wanted it to be something of relevance. So I decided to start a night that would incorporate the creative arts perspective, but I wanted it to be related to domestic violence and get a little bit more granular than that because domestic violence is such a broad category, but take it down to bullying and suicide prevention. I knew if I was going to do this subject, having it done in a standard lecture-based format event would probably bring out limited numbers of people, probably enough where I could count on one hand. So because I am a lover of the arts myself, of live entertainment, I decided, again, stand behind my company name and get creative, become unique. So I added the creative arts element to it, which would feature live band, live music, spoken word, poetry, creative dance, as well as production skits. That all relates to a theme that brings it back to the subjects of bullying, suicide, domestic violence. 
and every show is different. So there's no two shows that are alike because every month is a different theme. And I partnered up with three very amazing organizations. The first was the Blue Owl Foundation that is ran by NOLA Lalawin, which is also known as Mama NOLA, which is the nest of living arts outside of the Miramar, Fort Lauderdale, Miramar um, Florida area. I also partnered up with the Stop Bullying Now Foundation, which is found and owned by the CEO, Lowell Levine, and they're a 100% 501i RSC3 organization. And then the last was the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I literally wanted three organizations that are expert in this field, um, very well nationally known, but more important, they're doing something. They're taking action and making a difference. So with that, we launched our first show last year, June, uh, attended by about 52, 50 to 52 people. And 15 months later, we have a crowd size between 270 and 300 individuals that comes every month to view the show and support its cause because it's literally a show with a purpose. It is a unique way of helping people to understand that we are in an epidemic stage of bullying. We are in an epidemic stage of suicide when you have 160,000 kids not going to school every month because someone in the school ground, someone in school is making their lives miserable. When you have 7,000 deaths last year of the youth, the youth, this is kids we're talking about, that died as a result of something related to bullying that committed suicide or died as a result of that, that's some pretty catastrophic numbers. And it's something that you cannot ignore. Something needs to be done about it. And more so, speaking from my own personal journey, I am a domestic violence survivor, and it's amazing, something that I thought I had buried so deep that I would never talk about, that I walked around in shame thinking, I did something wrong, I was stupid, how could I have let this happen to me? More importantly, how could I have stayed in it so long and claimed that I loved this man that was literally hurting me every every chance he got? And you literally have to get out from that stigma. And sometimes even the people closest to you don't realize that they, their response to what you're going through has a way of keeping you stuck into that space by saying comments of, if it was me, this is what I would do. If it was me, this is how I would respond. This could never happen to me because I would do X, Y, and Z. And that further makes you feel, well, then maybe it is just me. So for years, I never spoke about it. If you did not know me from 20, 30 years ago, then it was just something that I, I hid. I never talked about until doing and starting up Scandalous Sunday. I said I could not help other people without coming forward myself and talking about my own experience with domestic violence. So I tell you, Pastor, it, it, it's a journey, it, it's a movement, it, it's an amazing mission to feel that you're doing something more than just coexisting in life, and, and it's making a very viable and, and impactful difference. Well, I tell you, I, I'm just so thrilled to not only have you, you, you said some things that were so very important there, and I want to highlight them. And for those of you that may be just joining us, you're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio Network. And we have our guest with us, the founder of Scandalous Divas, uh, none other than Miss Elise Hamilton, and she has shared with us uh, somewhat uh, of her journey into this uh, work. And I want to say this uh, that you talked about. It's, is that you talked about something that happens so common. 
even well-intentioned friends, loved ones, I mean, you know, close people to to uh, us, I mean, to victims, say things like, you know, you know, if it was me, I would do this if it was me, or I don't know what's wrong with you. And they don't understand oftentimes the ramifications of what those words mean. Though they well intend, it is only reinforcing oftentimes to the victim that there's something that the victim is doing wrong that is causing this abuse to occur. And I think that's a major point that people need to understand because until we start holding not only the perpetrator accountable for the action, we are we are we are basically reinforcing and, uh, uh, the work of the perpetrator by making the victim feel as if uh, they did something to cause this type of action. Secondarily, I want to say this, is that inside of what you're talking about was so important, and I'm, I hope I mean, we are regaining listeners as we're going, and I'm grateful for that, uh, for that temporary being down with the system, and uh, we're going to be looking at futuristically how do we get a backup plan inside of this because what an important topic this is. Now, you said something that was so important, and it was on the line of what we talked about is that when we begin to talk about things that are unconventional, because it's going to take unconventional efforts. I'm not saying throw throw away all the conventional, but unconventional. Here's the point. It took you years, and this happened to a lot of a lot of people, who, victims or survivors, that have gone through domestic violence or uh, many other social ills. There are some that come through it, and they immediately want to do something about it. They want to start foundations. They want to get out and speak about it. And then there are those that uh, were perhaps like you were 20 or 30 years ago or uh, whatever, that, listen, I'm out of it. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want nobody to even know I went through it. And somewhere along the line, there is something that happened inside of you that caused you to realize that your voice voice was important and that your voice was important in getting this message out. The thing that have impressed me so greatly is the fact that you have found a way to knit the things that mean a lot to you, the arts, music, talent, spoken word, and all those things, and you have now put those things together. And every, I want to make sure that the audience understand with the Scandal of Sundays, because I love the name. The name is intriguing. It causes people to look and, and think about, what do you mean scandalous? I mean, how can you put domestic violence uh, and, and suicide-type work and anti-bullying type work with a name like that? Well, here's something that I think is important. I want to make sure that they're hearing us right, that you're saying that every fourth Sunday, or is it the last Sunday of the month? It's the you, last Sunday of the month because there are some months that do have more than four Sundays. Sundays. It's always on the last Sunday of the month. So the last Sunday of the month, you are having this tremendous showcase event that is going on that you're calling Scandalous Sundays, and it involves the art, music, spoken word, song, Entertainment, those type of things, and, and it's happening down in Miramar, Florida. And for the, our callers that may be from all over, Miramar is just right on the borderline, if you would, between um, Broward and Dade County there. And, but it's happening at the Culture Arts Center. And, and I, I like tell us what this month is about, and, and then you can tell us what also uh, subsequent months about. Sure. So last month the show was about freedom. Um, stemming from, of course, 4th of July, Independence Day, but taking it to a twist, and it was basically freeing yourself from anything that's holding you back from living, whether it's from pain, loss of a loved one, loss of a relationship, um, bullying, suicide, anything that in your life was holding you back, and that was the theme last month. This month, the theme is forgiveness, which is something that um, so many of us do struggle with, not just forgiving others, but also forgiving ourselves. Again, going back to... You think you've buried something so deep that you're over it. 
and you don't realize something, just one little thing can happen that ends up easing out all of those emotions that you thought you buried years ago. So it, it is about forgiveness. It's something that I myself have absolutely embraced uh, with doing this show. It has been such a personal growth for me. So this month, because August is National Black Business Month, we're also utilizing it as a way to showcase black businesses, honor black business, but also more importantly, honor ourselves and realize forgiveness does not mean that you are condoning or accepting the behaviors of the other person, but it's basically relieving yourself from having that hold on you where you're stuck in that space of holding on to that pain or that action of what someone may have done to you or even what you may have done to someone else. Because just because we say we're sorry doesn't mean that the person must forgive you. And if they don't forgive us, sometimes we we hold on to that. We hold on to that bad feeling, and it can cause us to be stuck. So it's really about forgiving yourself if you have truly been sorry for what you've done to someone else. Next wow. month, we wanted to take it um, into more of a celebration of the arts, which it's called Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. And the next month's show is literally just about paying tribute to the artists, the great artists that literally gave us these arts, that gave us this platform. So we are um, celebrating that. And October, we're taking it back again pretty deep and soulful because in honor of Domestic Violence Awareness Month as well as Bullying Awareness Month, the show is called Break the Cycle, honoring those who survived, um, remembering those who we may have lost to the battle, but more importantly, giving a voice to those who are suffering still in silence. No matter how much you may talk about bullying, no matter how much you may talk about suicide or domestic violence, there's still the people who still hold it in and are very nervous, scared, ashamed to come forward. So we want to make sure that they know we have a voice and we will continue talking about this until we get everyone to come forward. So it's not an open mic show. It's a live scheduled program, the show that's very well put together. There is a lot of of love, a lot of passion, a lot of professionalism and class that goes into from all of the entertainers, which are 90% local entertainers, local artists that are put together to come to deliver a, an amazing show. I mean, we're proud of this month. We're featuring Calvin Mason early um, as our featured poet. We're also featuring Jay Rose, who is an amazing local artist and the Jay Rose Band. Along with we are featuring Carol Shahade, who wrote just a beautiful play that was sold out recently at Nova Southeast University. She's going to do an excerpt from it, which is going to be a major, a major hit to the essence of who we are when it comes to to forgiveness. And again, as much as we love the fact of the arts, it all comes back to bringing the awareness to bullying, to suicide prevention as well as to domestic violence and inciting the conversations, inciting the social responsibilities. We have so many business owners that are doing events today that are widely advertised on social media channels, hoping that everyone stands up and realize, as we're all business owners, it's more than just making that almighty dollar, but doing something that makes a difference for that dollar to be spent on. Absolutely. You're listening to Hope of Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and we have on the line with us a special guest tonight, Miss Alicia Hamilton, and uh, she is the founder and creator of uh, 
scandalous divas, and she's just informing us about uh, how this business came along. And in particular, we're talking about the scandalous Sundays, uh, major events that are going on. For those of you that are listening and like to join us and may have a question for or in a comment, you can reach us at area code 323-784-9638, area code 323-784-9638, and that is how you can reach us. I do have a caller on the line. I'm going to get her on in just a second here. But uh, but uh, Alicia, I, I keep saying Alicia, but it's not. It's Elisa. So uh, let, me, let me ask you this question, um, uh, just point of clarity. So there's a show that is happening this coming Sunday. Is that correct? That is correct. It's 7 p.m. at the Miramar Cultural Arts Center, which is 2400 Civic Center Place. It's in their ballroom. It is cocktail evening attire. Um, come and wear your green. We chose green because it represents for the color of the month of August. We are featuring the J. Rose Band. We are featuring a beautiful artist, Liz Loren, Art Zimmer McCoy, Gary Palmer, who is the colonel of BSO of Broward Sheriff's Office himself, who came to one show, loved it so much that he just had to become a part of it. We also have Camellia Red Riding Hood, amazing, beautiful poet, Jerry's Quick the Poet Evans, and a beautiful Alvin Ailey dancer, Paris Webster, all of which hosted by the amazing Mistress of Ceremonies, Crystal Chanel, and Jensen Mentor Cox. Well, that is absolutely wonderful. And would you tell them how those that are listening that might want to purchase their tickets ahead of time, and, and I want them to understand that this is all a very beneficial because, it's, you know, once again, not only is it raising awareness, but it's also helping to empower, you know, uh, foundation and services to those that are impacted by this. And uh, we all are. The reality is, you know, that there is a correlation between children that watch and are exposed and witnesses domestic violence and bullying. I mean, what do you think? They learn the behaviors. They learn how to form. They learn. Children learn what they live. They live what they learn. And so this is something that uh, is amazing, affects everyone. But the thing I want to talk about this particular show, and one of the reasons I wanted you on, is because I think that not only is this a good opportunity, I understand this is Labor Day weekend, but what a way to spend a Sunday evening. I mean, you don't have to go to work the next day. A Sunday evening is going to be a very class environment. It's going to be very nice. It's going to have great entertainment. And yet it's still uh, the atmosphere and mood for that uh, Sunday is going to be somewhat not only refreshing but empowering. And uh, that is something I really want to make sure that our audience uh, are hearing today. So uh, if you once again tell them how they can purchase tickets and then once again give them the time. Absolutely. I also want to do mention that we also have another poet, Sonia, um, a.k.a. Sonia Manning, who's also going to be performing. So quite a number of acts, and as you can probably imagine, you're probably thinking, oh, that's probably going to be very expensive. Well, absolutely not. What, what sense does the arts make if you can't make it affordable? So the price of the ticket is currently $15, which the early bird special ends. We've been extending it to tomorrow night at 11.59 p.m., $15 for one ticket or two for 25 and that's for open seating. Then you have for reserve guaranteed seats, it's $20. And then you have dinner and the show where you can actually sit, watch the show, and enjoy an amazing three-course meal catered by the Culture Center, and that's $60 per person. Tickets can be acquired on Eventbrite. So you go to eventbrite.com, E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E, Dot com and do a search for Scandalous Sundays or just type in National or even Forgiveness and the show will come up. Or you can contact 
954-400-8948. Again, that number is 954-400-8948. And obviously, what would be a celebration of life if we truly did not also allow dancing? So for those of you that want to enjoy a beautiful date night, an all-girls or a boys' night hanging out, there is also at the end of the show music provided by the electrifying DJ Stan of Exhale Productions. You can also stay and enjoy that as well. Well, awesome. You listen to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm very glad that you've joined us tonight. Uh, here on the School of America Radio Network, you've been listening to our special guest, Miss uh, Elisa Hamilton uh, with Scandalous Divas. And uh, we want to bring on a caller on the air uh, right now, has a question or a comment, and then after that we'll take a break. Okay, this looks like our caller, Gloria. Welcome to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. You're on the air. Hi, Pastor Thicklin. How are you doing tonight? I am great. How are you, Gloria? I'm good. <laughs> I'm really good. Well, um, you sound excited. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Because, well, one of the reasons why I'm excited is because I feel like everything that I've been praying about is coming together. Even though it didn't seem like it in the beginning, I can, I'm actually seeing this light, you know, slowly but surely. So, I'm, you know, I'm truly blessed, and to share with you know our listeners that um, you know, my pastor, Pastor James Chester, um, has given me that okay to you know start our ministry. So I'm like super excited about that, and um, and and also his wife stopped me today, so she she was you know they've been talking about this, I guess for like the past couple of months because she, she knew exactly what I was talking about when I came to her today. <laughs> Wow. So that's that a plus. Is awesome. Yeah. It is so a plus. um yeah, so she she made sure that it got to the proper hands and everything. So everything as far as I know is a go. Um and to the um young lady um that's on with you this evening, I just wanna say thank you so much for sharing your testimony and everything that you're doing. It's truly a blessing. And um you know, that's basically my comment this evening. But I'm just super ecstatic. I'm just, I don't, I'm just lost for words, you know, and I just that pray, my prayer is that we continue to um, raise awareness and continue to help individuals heal um, because um, I can't sleep at night a lot of times because even though I've gone through it and, and God healed me from it, but it, it doesn't still sit well because I know that this is affecting my sister or my brother or my neighbor, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it 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 should, you know, continue to wake us up. We shouldn't, you know, get so comfortable, you know, um, when you know that this is happening on a daily basis. <laughs> you know, yeah, so. you're exactly that's, right. That's my comment this evening. Well, always, as usual, thank you so much, Gloria, because you always bring something to the show. And I want to say, Elisa, this is Gloria Phil. She actually works with us inside of Destiny by Choice. And and, uh, and I want all the listeners to hear this because this is just how important it is. You know, uh, a little bit over a year or so ago that uh, we had opportunity to meet Gloria. I've known her father. I had the opportunity to meet her. And 
Gloria is a survivor, as you've heard her say, of domestic violence. But she falls in a category of what I said earlier, those that have gone through and they immediately they want to do something about it. She has some dreams and aspirations. But one of the things that has been very important, and as I often crusade, and I often this is one of the major part of my work, is how do we get domestic violence ministry started in churches? You know, that's one of the areas that God has blessed me to be able to do and to head up and, and to bring guidance along to how do you set it up in church? Churches that that just like churches may have other ministries, nurses guild or whatever youth ministry. How do you have a ministry set up to be able to not only uh, have prevention but also intervention as it relates to domestic violence? And Gloria has gone through the channels. She has uh, been patient. She's uh, uh, have blossomed in the last year, and now she's she, she's made it to home base. She's. <laughs> she delivered what she needed to to her pastor, and the fact that she said her pastor's wife stopped her, it's a sealed deal now. You got her on board. And so, uh, you know, it's a great thing to see, and uh, it's a very uh, it's a very good church here in the South Florida area, and it's great to see um, some proactiveness out of a pastors to make it happen and definitely uh alisa you could you could understand the importance of that you and i was talking on last week and we were talking about how vital that is and and yet it's still there's so many there's so many things that can be done uh you know we we talk about this issue uh and it's multi-level it's multi-level on on several fronts because of the fact of what we're able to do uh, not only in the church, but what we're able to do for us in the communities and the type of events that you're talking about. So um, I just wanted to, uh, to get your comment on that situation as we're seeing. Once again, that's a praise report as far as I'm concerned, you know, the church coming on board and starting a domestic violence ministry. Are you there, Lisa? Yes, I'm here. So, yes, for me, I think it's, Anytime we have a forum, whether it's someone starting up a private organization or it is through church, it, it, it's necessary. We absolutely need to provide a place where people feel comfortable. I think too many times we have the best of intentions, but we create environments that may be judgmental or make me, people feel very uncomfortable with coming forward. So if you're already coming to church and it's a place where you are the most comfortable, having a place where you can open up and speak to the things that are ailing you in your life that have been holding you back from truly living and enjoying, it, it, it's a must. And I'm surprised if there aren't every single church having an environment where their parishioners can come forward and seek support in regards to whether it's finding mental health, whether it's finding a place of therapy, or just whether it's finding, you know, avenues of the law to get to feel safe. We all have a right to feel safe. We all have a right to have, you know, self-respect and pride, and no one should ever be able to take take those things from us. And those are the basic emotional elements that you lose whenever you are being um, violated um, against, especially from a violence perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. So once again, we do applaud uh, the work uh, that is being done there, and we continue to look forward to uh, what is going on in the future. Uh, uh, Lisa, I'm going to go uh, and take a commercial break. For those of you that are listening, we break back after the break. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland. I'll see you on the other side of this break.
You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 323-784-9638. This is Thor. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. You give Jay a call right now. And now back to the show.
and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. We have had a great time, though interrupted tonight uh, by some technical difficulties, but yet still, we've had the opportunity to have with us a very special guest, Miss Elisa Hamilton, uh, the founder and creator of Scandalous Divas, and she has shared such vital information with us, and uh, uh, we only have about 10 minutes left in the show, but we are going to uh, have opportunity to have her back again in the very near future because we'd like to spend more time with her. But uh, but I want to say this on the offset. Inside of the information, I'm going to have her to repeat about particularly this coming Sunday because one of the showcases are happening uh, for the month of August. is happening this coming Sunday down in Miramar. But I want to remind every one of our listeners that even if this is your first time, I encourage you, if you have a smartphone, whether it be Android or, or iPhone or whatever, go to your app store and download right now. You can download our app. We have an app, Soul of America Radio. That's all you have to do. Download it. Go to your Play Store. Put in Soul of America Radio, and that app will download immediately. And what does it allow you to do? It allows you to be able to pull up any show that's been on the Soul of America Radio Network, any show, our history, our archive, not just my show, but also uh, the Tony Stalin show, uh, the, the Faith show. There are so many shows that are there, especially even more recently, there are some shows that are on dealing with the situation there in Ferguson. There are some shows that go way back that dealt with the Trayvon Martin. I mean, there are a lot of different shows that are there, and you can have it at your fingertip by simply downloading the Soul of America Radio app and once it goes, go to shows. If you go to shows, it'll be there. Now, unfortunately, my shows right now are only categorized by the dates, and uh, they're going to be uh, they're going to be going back and uh, reclassifying those so that you can see the titles as well as the date. But I want you to be able to do so. <laughs> Excuse me. In doing so, you can also share the podcast with someone. What do I mean? You can literally take that show and email it to someone else, and they can listen to it. Um, in their convenience, they can listen to it at any time, and it's something that will be such a blessing to each and every one of us. So we're back, and we're right at the uh, end of the show, in the closing show. And once again, Miss Elisa, Tom, uh, I keep wanting to say Thomas, Elisa Hamilton, okay? <laughs> and so we're so glad to have you. Uh, definitely, I would like to, uh, to share once again with our audience as we're at this point of the hour, not only about what's happening uh, with your whole movement and foundation, uh, but what is also happening on this Sunday night. Sure. So this Sunday, which is August 31st, and as you mentioned earlier, Monday is a holiday, so come on out. You will absolutely be glad that you did. It's a classy cocktail evening attire of night. It is themed behind forgiveness and honoring National Black Business Month. We will feature live music from the J. Rose Band, from Arthur McCoy, Liz Loren, Gary Palmer. We will feature poetry starring Mr. Calvin Mason Early, Crick the Poet, Camellia Red Riding Hood, and Sonia as well as a production playwright skit written by Carol Shahad, known as My Real Name, hosted by Crystal Chanel, Jensen Mentor Scott, Jensen Mentor Cox, as well as DJ Stan on the sound. It's going to be an amazing night. starts at 7 p.m. sharp, so please be on time. At the Miramar Cultural Arts Center in the ballroom, which is addressed 2400 Civic Center Place. You can acquire tickets by contacting 
9540-8948. Again, that's 9540-8948. You can also look us up on Facebook under Scandalous Divas or Scandalous Sundays, as well as the tickets are on eventbrite.com. So very excited by this weekend, very excited by the upcoming shows. We announced last night that the beautiful and amazing um, American Billboard legend, Nikki Howard, will not only be performing in the October show, but will also share about her own surviving of a very serious domestic violence relationship. Well, I tell you, that is some great things that are happening uh, that's coming up, and I want our audience to be informed of it, and we want to be a part of uh, a part of what is happening there inside of our multiple efforts in addressing uh, domestic violence um, all over the world, but uh, particularly here in South Florida area and the surrounding areas there. Uh, you have any closing comments, uh, perhaps, uh, for our audience, uh, Elisa? I could tell you now that there are plenty of people that are out there listening. I'm having people to hit me up on Facebook, said really enjoying the show right now. It was thorough, uh, really are excited about things that are happening. And so um, any parting comments that you might want to share, uh, whether yes. it's about the show, about the issue of domestic violence, suicide, and and uh, bullying, whatever you'd like to share at this moment. Yes, the last thing I would like to share about the show is that we also feature local businesses, local small businesses that are showcasing their own business from products and services that they're offering. So please make sure to stop by and check them out as well. So the show is not only a great place for bringing um, to the forum about domestic violence, bullying, and suicide, of which a percent of the proceeds from the show goes towards these foundations, but it's also a way of networking for other small business owners. Um, For me, my closing comment is really for everyone is get involved. Get involved in something. Get involved in anything that helps, helps from a social responsibility, that helps incite social economic conversations with someone else. Leave a mark that really made a difference in someone else's life. If it's not stop bullying, if it's not suicide prevention, if it's not domestic violence, recently we have for ALS, the ALS challenges that's been all over social media. You have autism. You have so many of the not causes out there. Do something, but definitely make a difference in the life of someone else. That would be my closing comment. I'm Pastor Thiglin. Well, listen, I'm so glad, Alyssa, and I can I can only wait uh, to uh, officially meet you, but we we definitely are kindred in the spirit uh, immediately from the time we spoke and, uh, and uh, just the excitement of sharing what is happening. Uh, I knew that it was something that um, – uh, that had to happen, and there's a there. I mean, there are people right now that I know that I must connect with, uh, and um, it, it's it's just so important because of the fact I believe that we have to galvanize the strength of our community. We have to galvanize individuals who share this passion, who shares uh, this burden, and those that perhaps have set a wrong side the road and said, "Look, I don't like this, and I wish there was something." Uh, that could be done about it, and yet it's still here opportunities that it could be. And so, uh, and you know, so Ficklin, if, mm-hmm. and if I could have just one second just to say thank you there. Thank you, first of all, to you and, again, to Cynthia for connecting us. But I definitely want to thank um, the people who are listening and those who may hear this after and even those who may not, but just to say thank you. There are a huge amount of supporters that are out there, first and foremost, to my amazing father, not just my father in flesh, but our father um, from God, I would not have been able to make it through this far 
without being obedient, but there are so many people, some that I've never met face-to-face, some I've just only talked to on Facebook, who has been phenomenal supporters of this journey by sharing a post, by making a comment on the post, by resharing the flyer, by telling other people about the show. We would not be here sitting 260 to 300 people for the past year and a half if it wasn't for all of you. So obviously I can't call everyone names, but please do know I thank each and every one of you for the support. Well, absolutely. You know, that is awesome. And I just want to say for those of you that are listening, uh, please visit our Facebook page as well. And I'm going to be sharing, as I already have, shared it on my page and sharing it on other pages. And I want them to also, I want each and every one of you that have Facebook pages, you can go right to uh, uh, Alicia's page as she's giving you uh, both Scandalous Divas as well as Scandalous uh, Sundays. Take that, share it, share with friends. And for those of you specifically that are in the South Florida area, what a nice outing this would be on this coming Sunday night. And for those of you that just want to get away, get away. Listen, you don't have to work on Monday. Why don't you make your way down to South Florida, Miramar Cultural Cultural Arts Center there, there in Miramar, Florida, and you'll be able to be a part of something great. Listen, and understand, I want each and every one of you to understand that we all play a significant part in addressing these issues here. We know that our silence perpetuates the violence. We understand that, listen, that evil prevails when men and good women remain silent. So here's an opportunity. You don't have to remain silent. You might not can do spoken word. You might not can even sing. You might not can dance. You might not do anything that may seem to be skillfully, uh, uh, skillfully or even that may have any artistry with it. But one thing you can do, you can support. You can speak up and speak out. And if you would do that, you'll be a part of a great army that I believe that is, that is coming together galvanizing our efforts to make a difference as it relates to domestic violence. Listen, our time is about up. We want to thank our guest again, once again, Alisa Hamilton with Scandalous Divas and Scandalous Sunday events that are going on here. Listen, until next time, this is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Solo America Radio Network. Remember, there is no excuse for abuse, and uh, we just want to continue to thank you. And until next Monday, I will see you then. Hopefully see you this weekend at the Scandalous Sunday event. Have a great day. Have a good evening.
time we 